Hey friend, this is a question that I am often asked and I know that a lot of you are pretty curious about it. Now, maybe you have a high school or you have got teens that you're homeschooling, or maybe you're middle school kiddos and you're thinking, Ooh, maybe I should like look into this and think about what we're going to do in the following years. Or maybe you just have kiddos that are still all in elementary school. This I think is some good information to have and tuck in the back of your mind. But today I'm going to kind of, as my language is, and as I'm speaking, I'm going to be focused on speaking to you homeschool moms that are homeschooling a high schooler. And so the rest of you just listen in, okay? Because it's going to be you in those same exact shoes in a couple of years, or maybe five years or 10 years, you'll get there. Now, when our kids are little and it comes to the holidays, we feel like, yeah, we can completely ditch everything if we want to. We can just replace some things. We can come up with whatever grand schedule or routine or whatever our plans are for the Christmas holiday. But then we're like, oh, I've got a high schooler. And this goes with overall. We feel like it's so real and so official now as if we weren't really homeschooling them before and those years didn't count. Suddenly, these four years, these are the ones that count. Well, I think it's, that's a whole other topic. But we just can feel like we can't do anything different. Like this is, it's, we're hot and heavy right now. This is at high school and we can't change. And I'm going to give you some ideas here and some things to consider so that you can make a really well-informed decision when it comes to how are you going to proceed with the holiday season and all your plans when you are homeschooling a high schooler. Can they ditch them? Can they kind of do this like Christmas school kind of idea too or not? We're going to answer that today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close up that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. For those families that are homeschooling multiple children, we usually enter this scenario with a high schooler where we have, say, a ninth grader, And then maybe we might have some middle school and then we have some elementary school. So we're kind of wondering, what, what do we do? I now have this high schooler and I have younger kiddos as well. And now they're in 10th grade. Now they're in 11th grade. What does that look like? Especially when you have it kind of spread out, which is exact scenario that I had. I would have a ninth grader and then I guess a seventh grader and then a fourth grader. Now, I mean, some people are arbitrary with their grades, but I use grades because it helps to, it just helps people (laughs) in their minds to kind of picture what age those kiddos are. Now, when we're homeschooling them when they're little, like I mentioned earlier, it doesn't feel like as big of a deal. But here's the thing with homeschooling. If you started out homeschooling and you're homeschooling younger kiddos, this funny thing happens is that they just gradually get older and then we get to high school. And for some reason, as homeschool parents, we like freak out. We like flip the switch and suddenly we're like, we have got to take this seriously. We have got to do this. We have got to do this. Their future depends upon it. Um, 
if their future depended on anything, it was them learning how to read and learning how to color in the lines. Well, maybe not that one, but their shapes and their colors and their basic math facts. Okay. That, those are a bit, that's like the basis, the foundation. And we kind of gloss over that a little bit, which is kind of funny, but we just think everything hinges upon this. And this is also, I think, falls into the mindset that every kid has to go to college. Now, way back, way back, way back at the beginning of the year, if you scroll way back, I don't know which episode it is, but I did talk about college and high school kids and homeschool kids and how it's not necessary for everyone. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm making a prediction that it is going, college is going to become more and more, I guess, I, well, I should say the opposite. It's going to become less and less important. It's become more and more kids are going to skip college and they're going to go and create their own opportunities, their own positions, their own jobs, and less and less are going to be attending. And I think that I'm really seeing that in the homeschool world because we've already kind of stepped out of the box a bit. <laughs> and so we're willing to pave some new ways. So we get to the point where we're homeschooling high schoolers. And if you've been doing it for a while, it just happens gradually. Don't freak out. Okay. And when it gets to the first Christmas season, don't freak out then too. Okay. But when you do, because it's inevitably going to happen, <laughs> you can hop over to clarify your homeschool. And this is where we have the opportunity to tailor make a homeschool experience and a homeschool lifestyle for your exact family. Maybe you're jumping into homeschooling right now with a high schooler and you feel this pressure from everywhere from the outside. Mama, let's work together. You can head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and we're going to create a homeschool that your family is going to love and you're going to look back years down the road from now and say, wow, I'm really glad that we homeschooled and I'm really glad that we homeschooled in that way. And I'm really glad we did those certain things on certain years and in certain seasons in clarify your homeschool is what can come alongside you and help you get all of that planned out. So you can head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Now, when my oldest got into the high school years, and then I had the other one, they're two years apart, the older two, I had to remind myself, they're still kids. Our culture and our society wants to just grow them up so fast. And it doesn't take more than a couple of minutes of looking on social media. If you watched whether reels or TikTok, especially, and you see these kids, and I've seen some of these reels where it's like kids, you know, in eighth grade now, and these girls aren't wearing very much clothing and they're dancing very, I, my body doesn't even move like that. And then they're like, oh, this is me when I was in eighth grade, like, you know, braces and blue mascara and just, you know, like being a complete goofball. And so our society is really pushing them. We have to remember that our kids are still kids. They're high schoolers. They're teenagers. It's okay. They're still kids. Let them be kids. The years are going to go by so fast. I have noticed for my family that when they hit 13, like it just, whew, it's just a whirlwind. It just flies by so fast. And when they're younger, it can feel so slow, but suddenly now they hit 13 and just, they just have all these plans and ideas and it just keeps on going. So this Christmas, if you have high schoolers, I want you to enjoy it because you know that the years are flying by and let's not let the pressures of the external world. Let's not let all of these academic pressures that we're just putting on ourselves cause us to miss out on some really amazing things this Christmas season. Let's talk about some very specific ideas and, and direction and tips that I have for you. 
The first thing is that I want you to, when you are approaching this holiday season here with teenagers, I want you to stay in tune with your goals. I want you to stay in tune with your style of homeschooling and your overall homeschool lifestyle. We don't need to abandon those goals. We don't need to abandon our style of homeschooling. We don't need to abandon our lifestyle because we're homeschooling teenagers through the holidays. So in other words, yes, high school courses may be more heavy, but only if you want them to be. Even if you decide to homeschool through high school with using textbooks and just more traditional, we'll say, academic pursuits, <laughs> just know that you don't have to do all of everything in everything. And so you can, yes, I'm giving you permission to take a break this holiday season. Now, next thing here, you can still include your high schooler in high in holiday traditions and fun activities. I just did the previous episode of this one talked about holiday traditions. Those holiday traditions, those 10 of them, I have done with my kids when they were younger and all the way up through now high school and young adulthood too. I'm going to drag my 18-year-old along if we have time. Now, looking at the lights, we don't always have time for that now that they're older. It's kind of like the lowest one on the totem pole. However, I'll still drag him along. He'll, he'll enjoy the popcorn, okay? That'll be like my bribing tool. But I do want to say, though, that to include them in these things, but let them have an input. If they are super focused on their courses and they have goals of rigorous classes with the end goal of, of college and they want to get a specific degree, maybe they're going to, they want to become an engineer and they're like, I want to do this right now. I want to take these classes and these courses right now. And I want to get into this exact college. and I want to major in this because I want to go get this. I, we would need to respect that. We need to respect them coming into their own and them taking ownership and authority and also just saying, I mean, like, this is what we want. We want them to take control of their education and to know how to learn and to want to continue to do so. So respect that. So have conversations with them about this. Okay. Then also on the kind of balance, I know I have that list of 10 things Now maybe you're like, my high school wouldn't want to do any of those. Maybe they don't want to do some of them. That's okay. Talk to them and then think about what they'd like to do. It may present a couple of ideas. Now, back when your kiddos were little, you probably would sit there and you read Christmas picture books and watch Frosty the Snowman. They're not interested in that now as high schoolers. You could find, so say you still want to read a book, find a good higher level book and do that as a read aloud instead of the picture books. But think of things that they would like to do for the Christmas season. Maybe you have high schoolers that would enjoy spending a day or two just in the kitchen, making cookies instead of sitting and reading their history or doing science experiments. Do that. Use that time to bond and to spend time together. Now, this next one here, I did mention in those 10 ideas in the previous episode, but volunteer with them. This is a great age because when you volunteer with little kids, you spend you spend half your time like wondering if they're going to break something or if they're going to run off or helping them with things. When you volunteer with high schoolers, you get to do it side by side. Now, lots of organizations, they need extra help this time of the year because they might be providing extra services to the people that they help out with. So call some local places, check with churches. You could just come up with your own volunteer opportunities, help some neighbors, 
focus on giving back some for some of your school days, as opposed to this focus on what we're going to get and maybe even just the giving of gifts. But this is a different type of thing. When your teen can get out, and this is one of the great advantages of homeschooling, is that we're out in the world. Use this time to get out into the world with them. My boys and I have a couple of opportunities this Christmas season. And yes, my older son has graduated, but I was like, hey, you have some time here. You're done with your job. It's lawn care, so it's shut down here for the winter time. So here, and so I have presented, here's the couple of ideas. And he was like, okay, here exactly. And then when I set the dates and signed up for these different things, said this is the dates and these times. So he knows way in advance. He can put them on his calendar. He can work on the other things that he's working on around that type of thing. But I think it's important for us to volunteer together with them. It's also fun because they get, they have stories afterwards. So this year we're going to volunteer at a local elementary school that just works with kids. A lot of kids that just come from it's things are hard at home. And so we're going to go and help out anytime that I can especially get my boys to help out, whether we are volunteering in our church nursery or just anywhere with kids that they feel more comfortable. And it's, it's actually fun, especially like younger boys love when there's teen boys there to kind of fool around with and to, and to interact with, they just really love that. So that's what we're going to do. So volunteer some with them, take some school days and go do some volunteering. We also, as homeschool moms, need to accept that this season in life is changing. Our kiddos are getting older. They are becoming more secure in themselves. They are deciding what they like, what they don't like, how they want to spend their time. They're thinking about their future. And we need to also, I know I mentioned, oh, let's do these traditions and stuff. But as moms, we need to make sure that we don't hold so tightly to every tradition if they're traditions that are bogging everybody down, or if they're traditions that are making you more stressed out than you need to be, then let those go. You need to decide what is most important and then require them to participate in those. And maybe they don't want to come say Christmas caroling, like I mentioned that other episode. Well, maybe that's something you're like, nope, you're definitely coming to that, but you don't have to come and look at the Christmas lights. Yes, I'd like you to help out with setting up the Christmas tree, but no, you don't need to watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So that kind of thing. Decide what's the important things. Obviously, if you're going to travel and see grandma and grandpa, that's a non-negotiable. They need to be there for that. And to add on to that, if you are presenting any type of bitterness or resentfulness for them not participating in things, they're going to feel that and see that. And we don't want them to comply and just out of guilt. We don't want them to come and participate in our family activities and traditions just out of a sense of guilt. Now say a non-negotiable is Advent and they show with a bad attitude. Well, that's something that needs to be worked out. We like, no, this is important to our family and our family culture. No, you don't need to watch Frosty the Snowman and uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like I mentioned earlier. But these are the certain things that are important to us and explain it to them. This is a great time to have a lot of conversations with your team. So how does this practically look? How can we infuse, we'll say, some holiday joy into your high school when there's still regular work to be done? Okay, a couple of different options. Now, maybe you have a high schooler who is actually doing some college level courses. I've had that in the past where I've had a junior or senior 11th, 12th grader doing a college course and it didn't end until mid-December. Well, that was important. And we made sure that we allowed the time that they needed for 
their computer work, their stuff reading through and their writing of papers and everything that it required made sure that we allowed time for that because that was a course that was important that we were committed to doing. And just like those non-negotiables when it comes to tradition, those types of things are non-negotiable as well. If you have them enrolled in certain things, or if they're in co-ops, those are non-negotiable. We have to do the work for that class, that course. And then we can kind of maybe move some things around when it comes to the holiday season, the other subjects. An option right here, and this is what I'm going to be doing this year, is I'm just going to kind of scale back on the extra things for my ninth grader. And I'm just going to give him a shorter, more intense hands on course. He loves to do computer stuff. And I've been telling him we're going to be doing this. And so for the month of December, I'm just going to let him spend hours on these courses that I have lined up for him to go ahead and take. He'll think it's fantastic. And the bonus is that he can actually do it in my husband's home office. He has a computer that he built. And so he's able to do those. So it's kind of a win-win right there. I can bake my Christmas cookies that maybe he doesn't want to help out and do, but he can also go ahead and do this. So I'll just kind of put aside some of the extra things that we were doing and just let him do that. So it's still maybe about the same amount of time they might be spending, but he'll be excited about doing this as well. So question is, do we as homeschool moms, do we pause our curriculum to do holiday studies or activities with teens? Now, maybe you did this when your kids were younger, you did unit studies. Well, now that they're a little bit older, you're feeling like, do they need to do that? Again, this is going to be your decision as to how much they participate, especially if you have kids that are spanned out through the various, whether elementary, middle, and high school. And you have to get to a point and decide what is it you want them to participate in and what is maybe you're just doing with the younger kiddos. And if this is your first year of kind of separating out and saying, you keep working on these couple of courses that you are enrolled in, and we're going to go and do our Christmas unit study. It might hurt and kind of kind of get you in the feels a little bit, we'll say. But this will be just kind of help prepare you. It's just as a step. It's a process of kind of letting them go and letting them go and step out of what you've been doing. And this is something that I really noticed when my daughter graduated and she was still living here at home. We started our next homeschool year and I had the two boys. We'd sit down and do morning time and I was like, oh, do I include her? Now, some days she was at work already. But someday she was home and it just felt weird to me. So this is going to be the same thing when it comes to your first Christmas with they're like, "Eh, I don't really know that I want to do that Christmas unit study about pine trees. Well, let them let them go and do reading of their own book. Let them go to do their math, their history, their courses that they might be signed up for. It's okay. This is something that like moms in our hearts, we need to kind of shift and work on ourselves. But overall, do you completely ditch everything the month of December like you have in the past? Maybe you've done that. Maybe you've done a complete December. We do Christmas school to the hilt. In other words, we just completely take off, (laughs) which isn't, which is one of the variations of Christmas school. Well, maybe you take off with your younger kiddos and then the older one continues to do their work. And again, this is just the balancing act that we as homeschool moms do when we're just going sometimes from one kid to the next kid, to the next kid, this is just the next season in which an older child is doing some of their work and the other ones are doing something different, or they actually have the day off. Maybe what you do is just pare down like you do with the rest of them and your high schooler is okay with that. 
and you just focus on saying, okay, we're going to make sure we do some reading and we're going to do math every day and the rest, we're just going to kind of go with it. So you have to evaluate the season and remember that ninth grade is different than 12th grade. And so there's going to be different courses and different levels of academics that they're doing. Maybe they're working at different ages. And so you really have to kind of figure out exactly what's going to work for this family for this season. So that's what I want you to focus on just right now, this season, your high schooler, your entire family. And what does that look like? Come up with a plan and be very clear on your communication with them and let them have some input that'll make them feel like they're a part of it and they will respect you and your non-negotiables a lot more if they've had some say in everything. So how are you feeling now about homeschooling high schoolers through the holiday season? I hope pretty good. If you are struggling with your homeschool, if you are saying, I don't like what we're doing, I'm not sure about this math. It's just not going well. I thought for sure it was going to be perfect. I had all of these ideals, all of these ideas. Am I doing enough even, or maybe I'm doing too much. What do I, how do I fill our days? What should our schedule look like? What should our routine How many hours a day should we do homeschool? Mama, all of that is, and way more, (laughs) is in Clarify Your Homeschool. If you are looking to get started in homeschooling, did you know you can start in the middle of a homeschool year? You can start whenever you want, because guess what? They're your kiddos and you get to decide. Or maybe you've been homeschooling and you're saying, I need a revamp. This is the perfect time to do it because you know what? You can come back after your Christmas break, whether you take all of December off, where you take two weeks or one week or one and a half weeks, whatever that is for your Christmas break, you can come back in January, fully set, refreshed, ready to hit the ground running, knowing what your, we'll say what your target is, what it is you are going for. And how does that look in every single day? You can get all the details on that at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But in the meantime, have fun this Christmas season with your homeschool high schooler. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.